All right, Devils fans, Bayou Benders here. Just because it isn't the winning season we expected from the Devils doesn't mean that you still can't feel like winners either. As you guys know, there's no other sport like hockey. It's literally God's gift to man. From the fast tempo to the fights to the highlight real plays, it's truly the best sport around. And there's no better way to make it more exciting than a wager on the outcome on none other than mybookie.ag. Nobody gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie is the best payouts and the better odds than any sports book. I wouldn't be telling you this if it weren't the best. Take it from me. Let's just say Christmas wasn't so hard on the pocketbook this year. You can risk a little or a lot on as many games as you want. If you join now, MyBookie will match your deposit half all the way up to a thousand dollars holy fuck boys that means if you deposit a hundred you receive an extra 50 free money to do as much damage with as you can deposit 200 get an extra 100 and so on all the way to a thousand i bet that caught your attention just use the promo code thpn to activate the offer and take advantage of this you can be like the devil's fanatic himself, David Putty. Hey man, I'm just trying to support the team. The team being your pocketbook. Visit mybookie.ag today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. You play, you win, you get fucking paid. Hey guys, it's Shane alongside Corey for another another episode of the Devil's Advocate Podcast, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. We have Hockey Troll from the Capitals Podcast, which I just blanked on the name, even though he just told me. <laughs> <laughs> but that just, you know, that's the state of Devil's Hockey right now. They just kind of forget how to play. They forget who they're playing for. So, I mean, it works, right? We're all, we're all kind of forgetful here and there. But, uh, <laughs> you know, Hockey Troll, just introduce yourself because, you know, you know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, you're right. So it's me, the Hockey Troll. Uh, my podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network is the official Caps Chirp podcast. You can find us at Caps Chirp on Twitter and at Hockey Trolling. And then, you know, I'll even plug my partner, uh, Polly Cupcakes, and he's at Cupcake Polly. So, what a name. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> what a name. Hockey oh, Troll yeah. and Cupcake Polly. Yeah, he's truly God. a snack. Is where did that come from? Like there must be there must be something from it. Like you know does what? he just I enjoy don't... cupcakes? Uh, well like my boy enjoys all sorts of food, but uh <laughs> I don't you know, I don't know. Yeah, he loves cupcakes. He does love cupcakes. Um, you know, he will never turn down a free cupcake, that's for sure. Um yeah, I I honestly don't know. It it started floating around. We went to college together, and it started floating around. We played hockey on this on you know at, at, in college a little bit, um, and they just floated around amongst like a group that we were partying with, and it stuck. 
And then the funny part was that it, it died for like a solid, like few years. Oh man. I asked, him, I asked him to come back on the pod and he was like, oh, I'll need an alias. Cause you got one. I'm like, yeah, well, what about Polly Cupcakes? And he was like, oh, yeah. So it, you know, and it's just been, it's just been magic from there. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like something out of The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. My, the thing that I don't want to come back, that I'm happy that it hasn't come back, has been Bam Bam. Because <laughs> like, that used to be my nickname up until I was like 10. And then it just kind of stopped. And I'm just like, I look back on it and I'm just like, yes, that's a name really? that I should mean, have stopped. Bam Bam was kind of a G though, right? He, mean, he was, but the reason why I was called Bam Bam, because I was a stocky kid, long blonde hair. And uh, like, that's how it started was that like, I was just, I was a stocky kid, long blonde hair. So people just started to refer to me as Bam Bam. And then my hair started to change color. I didn't grow it out as long as before, so it kind of fizzled out. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's like the younger brother of, like, Boom Boom Jeffrey on. <laughs> <laughs> boom Boom Jeffrey Actually, I know I was friends with, uh, with one of his, like, great grandkids. That is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> no Ridiculous. doubt. But, uh. Yeah, so I guess uh, you brought me on to talk hockey. You know, we're we're, we're going down memory lane here, but uh, it's a but small about, detour. We take hey, we take multiple fine. on this episode. It's fine to go down the detour because New Jersey just honored the 2000 uh, Stanley Cup champions. So it's oh, okay yeah. to go down memory lane since the Devils want to go down memory lane because they've been shit the last like three years. <laughs> yeah, we don't have positivity to talk about like three uh, hat tricks and seven seven fucking games like. Like a hey, cupcake sure and fucking games. troll. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, as far as that goes, holy fuck, Ovechkin's uh, not a uh, not never gonna slow down. It seems, um, and I hope so. So honestly, you know. and here it comes. Kind of hope he just gets like <laughs> one less than Gretzky. <laughs> Whoa, one less. Yeah, he just. You mean, like, in what fucking world does that happen, though? Like in in you know. In a okay. very dark world where he like <laughs> destroys his knee one goal shy and then calls it a career because he can't play anymore because he's like 45. Oh my god. If he's what so like you're saying like he gets tied with Gretzky or he gets to like one under him. One under him. Oh, oh dude, Jesus. I I think at that point kind of like Medano they, they, sitting at 149.99 for games yeah. played cuz fuck Babcock. <laughs> If if that happens to Ovi, Ted Leonsis, his goddamn self, will go out there and fucking prop him up for an empty netter or something. You right. know, like just like right off, have, like, right off the team. pad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like even at that point, a, a goalie is even going to take a dive for that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, when uh, when Ottawa played Washington, I called him scoring two goals. Nice. <laughs> I was just like. Well, it's because he was so close to like moving up, and I'm just like, you know what? If we're gonna lose, may as well just be part of history. Just right, right. May as well be part of it. Like, but no, <laughs> we're gonna lose. May as well make it entertaining. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, um, I, he's. I mean, it's incredible. Uh, I mean, Shane, we've talked about it before, but the, the 
the durability that he has is is unmatched. I don't Ridiculous. I can't remember a player that plays like him that never gets hurt. You know, and I'll I'll admit, yeah, maybe he's not he's not taking the body as hard or as often as he was, but he's still taking it more often than the average NHL fourth liner, I'd even say. You know, he's still stacking on like a hundred hits a season at least. He's already got one thirty nine, so <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, the dude's a stud. I, I, I don't know, man. And they, the whole speculation of like performance enhancing drugs and whatnot. I I mean, nothing for hockey. Right. Like physically, if you're taking peds in hockey, you're wasting your time because peds would literally, all it does is build muscle mass. So it, it won't improve your skating. It won't improve your shot. Like the the reason yeah. the only reason why it improved it, it was anything beneficial for like baseball players was because of their hitting. That's the only right. thing it improved. Outside of that, like peds are useless when it comes to certain sports, and hockey is one of them. Like yeah. if anything, you may as well be worried that he's doing cocaine in the dressing room. <laughs> that's what you should. Like, that's what right. we should be talking about. Is also cocaine <laughs> in the NHL? Not peds. Peds aren't a thing in the NHL. Right. It's cocaine. Cocaine is the problem. Mike Richards. <laughs> like maybe, huh? <laughs> who was it? Ryan Malone got frigging caught with. Oh yeah. Like a pound and a half of coke in his car <laughs> in Tampa one night. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, he was. He was, and then you have Kinesnov doing coke for, like, when he's with Team Russia, like. <laughs> yeah. The only oh. time you have to be worried about Peds in hockey is when it's Russian national teams. Only time you got to worry about it. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I I think that like, but you know, if I take. If I if you juice me to the gills, I guarantee goddamn to you, I'm not going to be able to go out there and perform like Ovechkin on my best night. Uh, so, you know, even More if like he John did, Scott. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like John Scott, but probably just getting my ass kicked every, you know, just running my mouth until more like a Sean Avery or like a Brad Marchand with no talent. I, I feel Ra- like so Rafi Torres basically oh, or Matt geez. Cook. Yeah, but not even that size. You know, just Rafi Torres, just smaller probably. I think I, I'm like six foot in a college program, maybe like two fifteen. Um, you know, I'm a little fatter now than than my my prime, I'd say. So, so yeah, basically, not, Matt I, Cook. Yes, but, worse. but but less talent. <laughs> if so that's less even less shittiness. Fun. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. Matt Cook was pretty fucking shitty. Yeah, he purposely I, cut Carlson's Achilles. I mean, I, how I, shitty I, do you I, have to be to cut? So purposely go with, like it's one thing for a headshot, but for the fucking <laughs> Achilles, right. like you have to plan that. You have to get that is precision. <laughs> He's a fucking dirtbag. Right, right. I think I would. There's only like one player that I do that to, and it's probably like Crosby. If if I'm being honest. Oh God. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna hamstring someone to make a name for myself in in that type of air, um, it's definitely Sid the kid himself. But uh, who? You know, who I'm, I'm not. 
Who's the one that took him out? Who did the headshot when, like, in, like, 2013? Steckel, and then got hit from behind by Hedman. Yeah, but wasn't that the one where he, like, tried turning last minute? Oh, I mean, it was – I think that his his initial – like, in the Winter Classic when Steckel hit him, he was admiring his own pass. He just made, like, a a decent pass and was just admiring it, and it ended up going the wrong way. And he ran right into Steckel, who had just as much, you know, ownership of that ice as he did. So, but wasn't the Headman one where like he tried turning out of the hit and like lost a footing? Well, the Headman one was just a straight kind of like Headman got him in the numbers a bit. He, but he did turn. He turned away from the hit last minute. And yeah. from what I remember, I mean, it's been like what, fucking ten years. But yeah, something like yeah. that. But yeah, so he he turned away from the hit. I remember showed his numbers, and then Hedman just didn't slow up. Probably a penalty. Um, in today's, you know, probably I think couple- it was still a penalty back then. Oh yeah, okay. It was the yeah. golden age of shitty hockey? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it was the start of what was to become. No doubt. Uh, I mean it. <clears throat> I don't know. I uh, you know, I guess recently, uh, if you guys haven't noticed that we had uh, we had the uh, the pens in our house on a matinee, which we suck at matinees. So we Most ended up teams do the yeah, home team always sucks. 15 minute to 15 minute effort in and, and we, we lost by one. So I'm, I'm, you know, I guess I'm optimistic about the future, but the penguins are a kryptonite. So as far as, as far as the rest of the season, who the hell knows? Hey man, you surpassed them one, you know, you've gotten past them, but I, I know what you mean. Penn's right. caps is always fun to watch, but realistically, Crosby and Malkin is better than Ovechkin and Backstrom, and that's purely because so. Ovechkin's a winger. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll give you they're probably stronger down the middle, but I I wonder what it's like to be a Penguins fan because you know they're they're over there and and they've got Crosby, they've got Malkin, and then when one of those guys turn, you know, take gets injured, which happens all the time because you know they're softer than baby shit. Uh, well to be fair their last couple of injuries have been like significant injuries sure i mean a sports hernia you know whatever that is you know um (laughs) i I get it but they they perform at another level when you know malkin when crosby's out he's like oh yeah finally the recognition that i get i get to be the the only diva in the locker room and then you know yeah and then it becomes lights out right exactly and he plays fantastic Right, right. And shows that he would be a number one center anywhere else in the league. Oh, no doubt. I mean, I don't think anybody could refute that Malkin's a number one center everywhere except, you know, maybe like a handful of teams. Even then, I think he's an upgrade for like almost every team. Yeah. Like, imagine Malkin and Ovechkin. Like, Mm, Ovechkin would probably have more goals. No offense to Backstrom. Yeah. Because I love Backstrom, always have. But Malkin just seems to have just that like it's just that much better. That my, my hatred for the Penguins will never let me uh, will never <laughs> allow me. To, to you, See, I hate I so. hate the Penguins because you know 2017 and all that fun stuff. 2008, right. go they can go fuck themselves. But at the same time, though, I would love to have Malkin on my team. I mean, okay. I mean, some people have standards. Some people don't, Shane. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, hey, Washington standards were pretty low for the longest time. 
they were, but you know, at the same time, we're still one of the, the most winningest teams since 1982, you know? So we are the winningest team actually since 1982. Okay. How many, how many of those wins have come in the last like decade and a half? Oh, probably the majority. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Having two top 10 picks can really turn around a franchise. Who would have thought? Yeah. Right. If Unless you, you're New Jersey. The Oilers, right? Unless you're New Jersey. Or, yeah, New Jersey or the Oilers. They just can't get it right. Sure. Um, you know, and but the thing is, though, that there were good years with the Caps pre-Ovechkin. Um, you know, Peter Bondra, Adam Oates, Ola Kolzig, Adam Oates. That, that era, Callie Johansson. Um, the, the Brian Murray-designed era. Yeah, and sort of. Yeah, and, you know, remember, I've, got a, I've literally got a poster, and Randy Carlisle – Bruce Cassidy oh and Glenn Hanlon are the coaches for the 2002-2003 uh, Washington Capitals. I got Yarmir Yager up here. Bruce Cassidy, uh, coach that young. Yeah, so Bruce Cassidy actually took over after Randy Carlisle got shit-canned. And he Carlisle. lost the team in like three months. He was just a total piece of shit. Um, and it literally took him since like 2004 – to just recently to get back like in into the graces of the league. Like he fucked up so bad with the caps. He yeah. lost the locker room so badly that they basically blackballed him as a head coach for like 10 years, almost over a decade. Yeah, it, yeah, but he I was, mean, he was way too, he was, I mean, I just think personally he was way too young to get into it. I mean, there's, there's been young coaches, but he was just not developed into doing it. Yeah. He like was that. definitely, he was given, he was not the proper guy for that team. He should never have been put in that position to to begin no, with no. I, I agree i mean it was but still you know um I, I i'm with you but uh i don't know i mean i guess in my eyes because he said so many like shitty things that came out to the public like the the players even came out and was like yeah he said this in the room like um you know <clears throat> i guess at, at one point i forget the player but his wife was having some serious health issues and and he was basically like, you guys need to be more dedicated and be here more. And, and was really kind of like harping on this dude who had his fucking wife that might die at any moment. Like, yeah, but that's Carlisle <laughs> for you right there. Well, that was Cassidy, right? So yeah, that, but that's a trickle effect of Carlisle because Carlisle uh, is known for being a dick. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Like he's one of those coaches that was known for being like a no matter what the team comes first kind of guy. Fair. Yeah. And, and I, either way though, you know, when you're the guy in charge and, and you know, this was a, this was a, not a great caps team. They were a decent, but uh, you know, I mean, they were, they were the Southeast division, I think back at that point. Yeah. So they were, you know, they were, they were making it happen, but they weren't, they were getting like crushed in the first round. You know what I mean? Like going to seven games in the first round and, and getting their asses kicked. So huh. I totally forgot that Cassidy was part of the Senators organization. Oh, was he really? <laughs> yeah. So before the uh, so at one point, Grand Rapids was Ottawa's affiliate. Oh. Um, okay. In the IHL before <laughs> they and they you know they played so way back now. Yeah, like this is like 2000 to 2002. As if the Orlando, right. like there is a team called the Orlando Solar Bears. Yeah. Yes. Pretty mm-hmm. sick logo. Oh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> the jersey's even better. But uh, yeah, he was the head coach of Grand Rapids 
And he finished with a, his first season, he was 53, 22, and 7. And then his second Damn. season, he was 42, 27, and 11. That's how he went up to Washington. He should never have gone to Washington. Uh, but he was hired to be the coach in 2002-2003 and then got fired 25 games into the 03-04 season yeah and then Cassidy took over no Cassidy got fired oh oh you're talking you're talking Cassidy yes so Cassidy got fired 25 games (laughs) into the (laughs) And then was replaced by Glenn uh, Hanlon. And right. then he went to Chicago for two years. Cassidy did? Yeah. I mean, he's had a a good – like, he was part of the, the Washington – like, the year he was fired, Washington ended up picking Ovechkin. And then the year he was fired from Chicago, the Chicago ended up picking Taves. <laughs> he's, he's a practice coach, right? Every, everybody practices on him and then, and then dishes him. Yeah, and then he went to to Kingston for two years, and then went to Providence for like eight, and worked his way up from Providence all the way to Boston, because he started as a head co- uh, an assistant coach for Providence. Right. So yeah, I mean, he really he had to be driven in that sense, and I mean, it's crazy how much success he's having in Boston right now. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's I won. He's had a winning season. Uh, like he was sixty or. Yeah, I mean, he was thirty-one and thirty. Like you said, he's been decent. He's missed the playoffs or made the playoffs almost every year besides like three that he's coached. Yeah, but outside of like he, the NHL, he's got a really stacked Bruins team right now. So it's like the team itself can win. You know, like I, I get. He like, even went to the playoffs with Washington his first year. Right. Well, they. I mean, they had a pretty good. I mean, they had Yarmir Yager too. Yeah. True. I mean, Dale Hunter was even part of the. As I don't no. know if he was still coaching, Fuck but Dale I mean, uh, I met Dale Hunter. He was a nice man. Oh, he's a great dude. <laughs> he's act, like he's a great dude, but fuck him as a hockey personality. Oh man, fuck, for, fuck him. Fuck his brother. Fuck that entire family, dude. Dale, wow. they've been literally nothing but horseshit for Team Canada. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I met him and he literally shook my hand. And uh, when he found out like I was a Habs fan, he was like, "Yeah, um, you weren't you weren't alive, but uh, how'd you like what I did to fucking Larry Robinson?" And I was just like, "Oh man, what? <laughs> this is so cutthroat!" Like, <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, but I mean, you know, we had we had Gonchar at that point. Do I love Gonchar? Up, yeah. So we had Cal Johansson. Um, Zubris, I don't know. I mean, Mike Greer. Do you remember him? Nylander, yeah. the old, the old Nylander, like their uh, dad. Yeah, <laughs> Michael, ninety-two. Michael, uh, Jeff Halpern, fucking Halpern, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Halpern. I mean, we we had a decent. team. It, it's crazy because they're you know I look at this poster. It's literally like right next to my where where I do the where I record, and I'm just. Uh, I look back and I'm like, fuck, man. You know, it's great to be a Caps fan and see and know those teams that were good and then and then see the teams that we have now and how much better they are than even this team, which on paper is pretty damn good. So, you know, for me... Uh, no, Kolzig <laughs> was the shit, though. 
Fuck yeah. Kulzig was fantastic. He really he really punched out that archetype, right? Large athletic goaltender. Um, you know, not just a big, not just tall and lanky, but I mean, because Kulzig was like two twenty during his prime. He was a pretty massive dude. I mean, honestly. And he was six four, six five. Um, he's tall. But uh, you know, now that Holpe has, has shattered all his records, uh, I don't know how much he'll get, how much recognition he'll get anymore. But, but probably still yeah. a lot. I mean, he's realistically the first franchise goaltender. Should yeah. have retired before going to Toronto, but that's besides the point. Right. Well, and you know, and it's that. It's it's you wonder. I mean, <clears throat> outside of DC and diehard hockey fans, who the fuck is? I mean, I bet even there. I bet we even have fucking fans that don't even know who Olaf Kolzig is. Yeah, and those yeah. fans are uncultured swines who should not be called fans. <laughs> They're leeches. Right. We'll gatekeep those guys out, those guys and girls out. But, but yeah, so. I've I've talked um, to a couple of New Jersey fans who had no idea who Scott Steven was. What? Until yeah, until they saw like highlights of him. And I'm like, just like, oh, how yeah. how how do you forget the literally the most fierce defender to ever lace it up? Right. And then they're like, Oh, he's they probably were like, he is dirty. I don't like him. Probably. <laughs> but like can we also talk about the fact that he didn't want to go to New Jersey? Yeah. Like, yeah, he, he went to St. Louis right. and then, re- like, refused to go to New Jersey for when he was traded there. Yeah, and honestly, if Scott Stevens told me he didn't want to do anything, I would just immediately be like, all right, Scott, that's fine. Go ahead. Do whatever you want. Just don't fucking kill me. Yeah, and I mean, he went on to win, like, what, three cups? So yeah. how'd that work out for him? Right. Uh, maybe his decision-making wasn't – well, you know, he, he, he was – no, St. Louis, though. For being a – for being a killer, so you know, maybe yeah, I mean, maybe it helps it, when they take out you know Anaheim's best player. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Uh, you know, I was such a big fucking oh, I was I was such an Anaheim fan that year, and <laughs> oh man, it was so. <laughs> oh my god! So oh three and oh seven were probably the worst years for me as a fan <laughs> because I love Niedermeyer, Steve. Vince and Berder. So that Eastern Conference final was heart wrenching because obviously I'm a Sense fan, but I love those guys. So seeing them win, I'm like, I'm happy they won, but also fuck them because they beat Ottawa. Right. And then yeah. I was also a Solani and Korea and mainly a Jaguar fan. I love, yeah, love Jaguar. So yeah. seeing them in. The play like in the finals, I was just like, "Oh, this is not going to be good," because now I have my two two of my favorite goalies going against each other, right? And I'm just and like, like, "Oh, great!" And yeah, then obviously, oh seven, really kind of a flash in the pan, right? But he was so killer those those years when he was when he was when he was floor. hot, he was hot. Like he was he was the, hey, most the only player to win goalie. the Conn Smythe on the losing team, right? Yeah. Right, right. I like he he's the only reason why they made like. I think that's the thing is that he made Anaheim good. Like he's the only reason why Anaheim even got to the like got that far that year. He played fantastic. It's like quick winning LA the Cup in 2012. Right. No. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a pretty good parallel there. 
Um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, I would say Anaheim is probably a little bit more stacked up front with Paul Correa because that guy's the man. Uh, never seen a person die on ice and then, like, get revived and then come and in. Come back and get the fun game winner. Yeah. And has no, <laughs> has no, no recollection the next day. He's like <laughs> – Can we also talk about how the disrespect from Anaheim to not retire – like, how long it took them to retire that yeah. guy's – like, that man's number? Well, well he – I don't know. I think he, he from he, hockey for a long time. He's been ruffling feathers and, and the powers of he didn't like it. So, I mean, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. A snub and, and a shitty way to treat your franchise's best. One of your French, I mean, the best player that they've had. Um, so yeah, shitty. Uh, but, but, you know, I'm surprised he didn't get taken out <laughs> for some of the stuff he was saying, you know, <laughs> he, Talking about, like, you know, it's the league's fault, and I can't believe this shit's still going on. And then, you know, I, I, mean, I mean, to I, be I, fair, he should never have come back into that game to begin with. Right. And concussion protocol was shit back then. Right. Absolutely. And that is on the, that, that is directly on the league, not on the players. I mean, it's like, sure. it's, it's some old time hockey shit. It's like, uh, you don't, if you can't go out, you know, like we'll, we'll call up somebody and, you know, you might not be here next year, you know? Yeah. Oh it's yeah. Pathetic. Right. I mean, the culture was like that. And then, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, it, when it comes down to it though, you, you know, you're asking that player whether he's cognizant of it or not, yo, are you going to go back out there or do we need you? Do you need to sit? Like what's up? And if the player goes, Look, stands up on his skates and says, I'm ready to go, coach. Put me out there. You put him out there, man. It's the Stanley Cup final, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, so, that would never – Nowadays, that should never happen. Because of him. Like, no. like now it's just like, no. yeah, we're, we're not going to have some kid, like, need to get fucking revived, you know, after we drag him off the ice. Yeah. Right. No, like, well, they, they did pure... say a lot of stuff, but at the same time, a lot of the stuff he said was true and, you know – and deserve to get set. Sure, absolutely. And in today's NHL, you guys are absolutely right. They would have, they would have pronounced him dead on the scene and been like, "He's got to go to the coroner's office. He can't even, he can't even be alive yeah. anymore." <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, I, I, I'm with you on that. And and but, so it, it's touchy. I mean, it, it had to be said. He did say it, and he said it right. But I think, and I, I think it was both a snub on on the league and the, the team, the ducks, the duck side there to, to basically shun this guy who's basically, who's a hero. Um, but I mean, Korea has come out and said, like, I was purposefully not a part of the organization for this long. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. He definitely, cause he also was very, very angry towards the sport of hockey. Yeah. He, for like years, he literally right. shunned like, his whole, you know, upbringing was hockey. You know, like everything he wanted was hockey. Like he shunned his entire family. I'm pretty sure. Like he, <laughs> he like shut down completely after a while. Like if they ever put out like a, a thirty for thirty on this man or like any any type of do- documentary, it's gonna be like ridiculously good. Like his story it's gonna is gonna be so dark insane. and there's gonna be a lot of tears. Yeah, like I mean. Yeah, dude, they they literally said like all he would do was go surfing because that was the furthest thing in his mind away from hockey. Like, yeah, yeah, and I've seen that. And then you know, um, it. I guess though, <laughs> let me just 
we just play the old devil's devil's advocate here, huh? huh? <laughs> and, and, and if, uh, if I'm going to like be pissed off at somebody, I would absolutely like to be a millionaire living in, uh, what California, California. He was on a beach that were like, he's on a nice beach. Like I think yeah. it's in like Orange County. <laughs> so he's not on like, yeah, he's, he's not on like beach. Yeah. I would, and, and like fucking superstars and surfing all day. Like, you know, the way that he described it, he's like, you know, I'm Paul Korea. Uh, you know, I'm a stud. I'm just been like banging my superstar wife, a supermodel wife and surfing all day since hockey. And he said it angrily, but I'm thinking like, damn, dude, I, that, that That's seems still like a, a fucking life. amazing life. Like, yeah. I think it was just the fact that like <laughs> people were making up stories like he just like he how do I explain it? Like, because I, I saw a story like in like 2016 before he kind of came back into the fold of things that like saying that he became a alcoholic and he got, he was in uh, rehab and he was <laughs> fucking hookers on the side of the road. Like it was just this <laughs> random fucking article of just like bashing the guy. And it's like, wow. It sounds like they took the backstory of Laflem from fucking Goon and just was just like, yeah, this is what he's doing right now. Like, don't touch my fucking perks. Yeah, don't touch my fucking perks. <laughs> Two rules. My perks. Don't ask for my fucking perks. Do you have any perks? Do you have any perks? Do you have any perk sets? And do you have any perk sets? <laughs> the most stereotypical French Canadian hockey movie. <laughs> it's. Like, the second one, man, like it was all right, you know. I watched nothing it. beats the original. No, it, it won't, you know. I but think it, the thing with Korea was that new ownership also didn't want him, right? Because they they went under new ownership when they rebranded. Yeah, right and they, they the didn't want a win. problematic superstar. Yeah, yeah, which he was and at the time. He, and he jumped ship to. I mean, the the ending was not great. If you were a Ducks fan, the ending was not great, right? He 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 jump ship to Detroit and in that era if you're going to the Joe Lewis retirement center you're automatically branded Jesus. As a you know yeah, what but I mean? what's worse what's worse Solani going to San Jose or Korea leaving I say Korea leaving well no because they, Solani put in the work you know Solani, yeah, but Solani did, left because he felt disrespected by the organization so he decided to go play for their rivals in San Jose right but doesn't Solani also leave Anaheim with a cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I you know think he, no, I'm pretty sure he, he came back for that cup. I think he oh, played. Really? Yeah, I think he was in Colorado and uh, uh, San Jose before the cup win. You know, seven. Okay. Well, then, yeah, well, okay. Well, he comes back. That's the, yeah, I mean, because they realized that they should have just fucking paid the man <laughs> yeah. instead of letting him go right the original grade eight right i mean the finished flash there it is Uh, no because he left yeah he came back he came back after colorado uh two years Uh, was traded was traded to san jose in 01 yeah ah plays for him in 02 then goes to colorado and comes back and two years in Anaheim, he wins a show. Imagine it. Imagine a Devils team with Solani, because yeah. that would have happened in 03. Imagine that 2002, 2003 team with Solani on it. Dangerous. 
dangerous. And he would have had, what, Scott Gomez there with him? Yeah. That would have been nasty. That would. Then, that, would that would be uh, unfair. And then, yeah, he signed his one a one-year deal with Colorado to, to go back to Paul to – joined former teammate Paul Carrillo in Colorado. And then in, after the 05-06 season, he returned to Anaheim by signing a one-year, one million. And then kind of played the rest of his, uh, yeah, played Wait, the rest so, of his career. And then when did, what they play, the, in Anaheim ends up winning it in like, what, 07? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense now. Okay. But he basically got traded because – he was also, you know, annoyed with the team. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I you know, it, it's crazy because that's that's West Coast stuff. I'm I've been an East Coast guy for a long for forever, really, and and I didn't even realize that that much uh, that much drama went down. So, the more you know, coming on the Devil's Advocate podcast. Pretty sure Paul, yeah, like Paul <laughs> Korea played for the Ducks, the Avalanche, the Preds, and the Blues. Yeah, he set a he set a record with the Preds. Uh, when did he go to Colorado? What was the record with the Preds? Um, I wanna I wanna say I'll look it up for you real quick. But off the top of my head, it was like uh most most uh I wanna say it was the most points by uh like a first year player. Let me check it out for you real quick. It was something I used to have. Uh, I used to remember that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, but now it's just like mm, yeah. not much. I don't really talk Preds that much anymore. So the right. reason why Korea left, he wanted a ten million dollar deal. You, <laughs> my man knew it. <laughs> and I'm the goods. <laughs> fuck. Ten yeah, million with Korea requiring a ten million qualifying offer from Anaheim to remain with the team. Brian Murray, what's up? Let him go to free agency. Because their payroll was mid to low $40 million at the time. 25% of the salary in my pocket now. Yeah. Um, so, Paul Correa has got the single season lead uh, in assist and points in his uh, 05 06 year, which. The single season lead in assists and points? Yeah. So, he had 54 assists and 85 uh, points. Whoa. Damn. And this is like. You know, like late, pretty much, I think the end of his career. Right. That's crazy, man. Paul Korea. He, you know, he he went out in his prime. Give it that. Absolutely. Paul Korea signed for one point two million in Colorado, while Salani signed for five point eight. Yeah, I mean, Tamu was more established for sure, right? Oh yeah, I mean. I mean, he the man came in with a nickname, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, right. you're not paying fucking a million for the finish flash, you know, like, <laughs> that name adds like 1.3 at least. <laughs> yeah. The only, the only time you're paying that low is if you're like in the red light district. <laughs> yeah. Or this man's like, you know, like upper forties, like, yeah, I'm just still trying to, I'm just trying to tackle him one more year, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, just on the on the fucking you know the the Yager wagon, just taking like a little fucking cross country trip. <laughs> no doubt. So apparently, uh, Solani tried getting Korea back into Anaheim, but doctors wouldn't 
clear him to play. Um, and he is famously quoted for saying, the thing I worry about is that you'll get a guy who's playing with a concussion and he gets hit and he dies at center ice. Wow. Dramatic. Very. <laughs> very, very dramatic. <clears throat> yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's kind of a botch all over, right, with, with Paul Correa. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it how, – I mean, it seems like they've remedied it, and it's going to be good from, from here on out. So, yo, I never even realized that Paul Correa lasted till the 2010 season. Yeah, he, he didn't he went even to play 1,000 games. Yeah. Uh, dude, it's sad. 989. Like, wow. With 989 points. He yeah. literally finished a point a game. Point a game Damn. player. Jeez. Damn, that's hard to do. Fuck yeah. Man. I mean, look, he, I mean, that uh, 08 09 season, he only played 11 games. Like, sure. Literally put it, like, if he played 10 more games or 11 more games and finishes it at 22, he has 1,000 games. Jeez. And I mean, to be fair, he did play 82 quite a lot. Yeah, uh, literally after he gets hit, he you know he he goes back to playing eighty two games, you know, except like, for that he, the o three o four, but that was what that was the longer, games, huh? like, yeah, yeah. Oh no, oh it was no, 04, 04, 05. Yeah, but he played eighty two games seven times. That's pretty impressive, no doubt. I think uh, I think that's where we'll wrap it up though for today's episode. Man, is that what is it? Did we just talk? Paul Korea the whole fucking time. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I don't think we we talked a lot right. of random shit. It's usually not that he didn't deserve deserve that, but um, but uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess all the as far as the Devils go, though, <clears throat> I mean, I'm thinking they're selling hard right here at this deadline. You think they're going to try to jettison everyone, or what do you what do you think? Who do you think they keep at the deadline? If they were if they were able to find homes for everyone, who's the core for the Devils moving forward? He's sure and Hughes. Everyone else is sellable. I would keep Gusev. Fuck yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> my man, my man, my man has a ticket price on everybody. Right. Everyone is value. besides Heisher and Hughes. Okay, let's say they clear cap. Are they gonna? Are they buyers for Braden no. Holpe? No. no. Nope. I'll take Ilya they, Samson off. They, they're gonna stay. The, okay, no. <laughs> yeah, the only, wish. You know, I Blackwood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blackwood and Heisher and Hughes are the three I wouldn't touch. Blackwood, Heisher, Heisher and Hughes. Yeah. Okay. Are the three guys that I would not touch. Everyone else, though, make me an offer. Vendors, <laughs> vendors, you agree or what? Uh, I would keep Gusev around and. I mean, our best bet at selling, I would try to, like, maybe do, like, a, a Blake Coleman and do maybe, like, a Jesper Bratt dual trade, try to get mm-hmm. something big out of that. Maybe, like, a really nice fucking goalie. Right. <clears throat> I mean, you know, like I said, Braden Holby's going to probably go to the highest bidder here. I'm fine. But this season, he might he might be playing himself out of a couple mil. Oh, no. absolutely. No, I don't I think, think so. I, I don't think so. If I mean, Bobrovsky, who had, you know, a de- like he didn't have a wonderful season last year, there's going to be a team to overpay a goalie. 
It happens all the time. And hoping it's going to happen. Hope he's going to get like eight, nine, ten million from a team, possibly a California-based team that doesn't have their first-round pick this year. The Sharks. Um, we're not going to name names, but uh, they're North California, not South California. Um, and you know, it's going to happen. There's going to be a team who has the players to make a playoff run, but goaltending has been questionable. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to leave it at that. <laughs> this, this, this just in, uh, the Sharks uh, moved to NorCal. So this all, <laughs> this all makes sense. Right. San Jose's trying always been in North Cal. They're, they're trying, to, trying to get I on thought, that. I thought they were like mid. They're like mid-North. <laughs> they're they're definitely they're more, they're the north the most northern NHL team okay in California because Anaheim <laughs> and LA are in South California they're like they're like mid north they're like midway mid-north. on North Cal is that a geographical position mid north mid north I mean right. it's better mid-north. than the 49ers playing in Santa Clara and being called San Francisco San Francisco <laughs> is literally like an hour and a half away from Santa Clara. That's literally being like, oh yeah, we're we're gonna call ourselves the Belleville Senators, but play in Kingston. <laughs> what the fuck? Fair no, enough. It's like it's calling yourselves the New York Giants or the New York Jets, but playing in Jersey. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Like, the Redskins or, what are or they Kansas play? City yeah. playing in Kansas oh. instead of Missouri. Yeah. Uh, but yo, you guys got like, what about this Will Butcher guy and then the Butcher Brat? Yeah, Butcher Brat. You know, Vatnin. You guys Fuck traded for him. Zaka. I mean, Zaka's looking like a bust. <laughs> uh, and I mean, you got Paul Mary still. He's aging, but everyone is tradable besides three guys. <laughs> call Par- call Paul Mary. It's a. I would say like. If if it, if his time was up, and we had we had to a resign with, him because he's, three years he's, max. He's a guy with a contract next year. He, you can get a first for him. Well, then what are you trading for? Picks, and they're just going to bring the farm up, or do you, you trade for actual? You trade for actual picks prospects, picks and prospects. Okay, and you take right. on like dead weight to fill in spots. Right, kind of so like what Ottawa did on, last year. Blow it up. You were full on jettison. Fucking shoot it into the fucking sun. You don't have two. You don't win the the lottery two out of the last three years, and not expect to just blow it up. Okay, fair, fair. Like, <laughs> you know, that just doesn't happen. If you win the lottery I mean, two out of three years, you're not winning, which means something needs. To, and you're on. You know, you have a. If they let's say they win the lottery this year. They're right. basically Edmonton. They're East version of Edmonton. You don't want to be like that for long. You kind of have no choice but to blow it up. Right. And they've already – the GM's already had his coach change. So And they've also know, had a GM won. change. Yeah, the GM's gone. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So so every, everything is anew. Um, yeah. Hey, I mean, I'm, so not, I'm not here to – I was just wondering what your guys' take was. I'm not here to criticize. Either way is good for me. I mean, the Metropolitan Division right now is, is so – Fucked, you know it's so hard to get games to to win. So 
So, I mean, it's fine if you guys want to like dumpster fire it for like another few years just to let everybody else have a chance. Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, but uh, <laughs> we set up a yard everybody? sale, yeah, <laughs> you have like, everybody on a carousel out there, just keep walking around, try to get sold. New Jersey is one of four teams with two picks in the first round, yeah, that's good. So, it can be if their scouting department's any good, right? So, you're blowing it up, so it's 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 your full on legitimate blow it up. I'm, I'm 100%. With just it's about time you've been trying to piecemeal it for too long right why else would you trade for gusev and sign simmons and trade for suban you've been sure. piecemealing it it's time yeah. to just blow it up admit you need a friggin' rebuild like most teams do because when you're competitive for that long you're gonna you know it has a lifespan it has a shelf life just like detroit and detroit's right. in a worse a worse spot than new jersey because they've just been constantly mediocre the last like five to seven years, and now they're in shit's creek without a paddle. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's about time we get some. We rebuild around these these you know these players that we're gonna keep. Because I mean I mean imagine if Taylor Hall played on Edmonton, you know, despite having all these first round picks and shit. Imagine if it like it worked out. You know, right? Let's McDavid try to not want it being in Edmonton. Yeah, yeah, easily. Like, let's not make Nico Heischer and Jack Hughes and whoever the fuck we get, you know, less fucking terrible. <laughs> you know, like, I think they're, I think they're good, but I mean, they're never going to play to their full potential if we can't get anybody around them. No, absolutely, no doubt. But it all comes down to scouting and development, right? Is that you look at a team like Washington and Pittsburgh who have been consistently good, not great, but consistently good in their respective Ovechkin Crosby eras because they can draft late and draft well, you know, and that's what you need. Yep. And there's, there's been a lot of reclamation projects, you know, they've, they've been, they've been, um, at the trade deadline uh, of actual talent that's in the NHL, they've they've done a good job scouting and trying to find diamonds in the rough. Oh, you know, 100%. Nick Dowd guy, you know, like Chandler Stevenson. I mean, uh, actually, we might have we might have uh, we might have grown Chandler, but you get what I'm saying, right? Uh, Michael Kempney, that's a, that's a big one. You yeah, know, from Chicago. Um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a lot about you know we've we've done a good. I think we've done a good fifty fifty. Build through the draft from the from the you know somewhat bad picks that we've had, and then taken in how or in already proven NHL talent and and release their potential. So I'm happy with how the Capitals are being managed. I mean, who wouldn't be right? Yeah, I mean, like it's have- just it's about you know scouting right and developing right, and when you've been competitive for so long one of those things, if not both, falter. And for teams like Detroit and New Jersey and L.A., they're starting – both of them are faltering. Their scouting hasn't been great. And the players they have scouted haven't been developed properly to become NHLers. And now you're in a situation 
where you have no choice but to go for the quick fix or blow it up. And it's blow it up time for New Jersey. <laughs> like I mean, Ottawa, it's, about, it's about Tom. A team fucking does it. You know, why not be New Jersey? Because I already, already did it. Yeah, I mean, from what you're talking about, though, I mean, this is a pretty, this is extensive. This isn't just retooling. Yes. Or, well, that's the thing is like that. New York Rangers style. Well, that's the thing is that, you know, Ottawa is an exception to the rule of a rebuild because Ottawa isn't rebuilding from scratch. New Jersey, Detroit, LA, they are because they didn't have that deep of a prospect pool over the, they haven't built a deep prospect pool over the last like three, four, five years. Right. And when you have to start, start from scratch is you have to start with that deep prospect pool. And when you make trades to do quick fixes and you surrender draft picks, you hurt that deep draft pool or your prospect pool. Futures getting damaged more and more. Yeah. And unfortunately for New Jersey, Trading for Subban and Gusev, that's exactly what they've done. They Shiro put them in a hole that it's now it, it's like taking two steps forwards and ten steps back. Fair that's enough. It's basically what New Jersey's dealing with right now. And they need to accept that they need a rebuild. And you know, get what you can this year, get what you can next year, and just hope for the best. Fair enough. <laughs> all right well boys it's been it's been really good it's been fun oh um just a little bit of a hockey trade update uh elliot freeman uh saying that toronto and la are working on something involving jack campbell and uh, kyle clifford really yeah what clifford huh they bring Toronto lost again yeah, they, they want some meat and potatoes on the bench. Yeah, basically. Right. I just want to know who would be going the other way. But it sounds like the Leafs are close to acquiring Jack Campbell from the Los Angeles Kings. Weird. Hmm. Yeah, those are two dumpster fires. I mean, if the Leafs didn't have so much, so much fucking... If they didn't power. have Anderson, they'd be shit. Yeah. Like, or just, I mean, and then just the ability to score. Even just then, they, you cannot... You can, Dallas had the same issue. They had, um, you remember that like one year where they just outscored everybody and their goaltending was Niemi and Lentinen. Yeah, it was, was fucking shit. terrible. Yeah, Toronto's yeah. in the same situation. Their defense is shit. Their scoring can get going if they have goaltending to keep them in games. Agreed. You can score as much as you want, but if you fucking defense is just fucking picking <coughs> boogers, fucking flat-footed. <laughs> You know, it's gonna be interesting. Literally, we just witnessed that against Montreal. We just fucking let them just walk in, <laughs> and then fucking Ilya Kovalchov of all of all fucking people. <laughs> I was just fucking, gonna say, sh- yeah, sh- I was just the say, aren't you? Aren't you a Habs fan too? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to put that aside for this podcast. <laughs> I like Ilya Kovalchuk over there. Just check out. Just check out Habs nightly. I loved it. You know? <laughs> Right now, I'm the Devils fan. <laughs> I hear you. I think that'll be all for today's episode, boys. That's been fun. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Hey, thanks a lot, guys, for having us having me on. Um, we'll definitely do some more stuff. Uh, I know 
Shane's done some roundtable work with me, so hopefully we'll get that organized here sometime in February. I'm trying to get these new Philly guys on, huh? Oh, they, they sound interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and that's what at getting at Snow the goalie at Snow the goalie. So, you know, check them out. They're they're actual real journalists, I think. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> I don't know how much real you get in Philly, though. Oh, oh wow! I feel like oh. they just hire whoever applies. <laughs> Man, it explains gritty. That that is literally the definition of gritty. That's how he right. came above. <laughs> well, boom, shade thrown. Uh, that'll be a nice little precursor for uh, for a metropolitan pod. So yeah, it'll be the intro. The intro <laughs> for fuck Philly. <laughs> 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 well, well troll it's been an absolute pressure uh pleasure man absolutely hey boys thanks a lot um i appreciate it again you guys can follow the caps chirp pod at at caps chirp and follow me at hockey trolling uh I'll see you guys soon yeah man let's try to do this again i think we play you guys on the 22nd you can bring the cupcake next time yeah oh, we need yeah. to figure out how we got the nickname yeah, he'll he'll have to he'll have to be he'll I don't want to blow him up so yeah we'll yeah. have <laughs> the origin we'll bring him a cupcake we'll we'll give right. him a cupcake yeah we'll we'll we'll, we'll bill you for it yeah the fucking the pastry episode <laughs> basically all right oh, man. Awesome. been a pleasure man thank you so much all right thanks guys see ya.